can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers 119-100. And this was a completely different basketball game than the one we watched just two days ago. I uh, got the rematch. This is a fun one. This was actually a fun game to watch. Last game may have been the worst I've ever seen. Uh, as far as turnovers go, as far as fluidity of the offense, uh, this was a fun game through and through. Uh, defensively played really well. Uh, offensively, think we played really well, but still going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Uh, going to run through player of the game, uh, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Still were a few things. Uh, we'll dive into it. Uh, to get things started here, uh, as far as player of the game goes, I got to give it to Dennis Schroeder tonight, and here's why. I think in general, Tatum and Brown both played better than Schroeder, so I'm not going to say he was the best player tonight. However, no Marcus Smart. The point guard depth is very low, so it's basically just him and Pritchard. Schroeder gets the start tonight. He's been largely inconsistent lately. So he was due for a good game, and tonight was that. He came out here. He was firing on all cylinders tonight. Looked really really strong. 23 points, uh, two rebounds, three assists, a steal. Only had two turnovers, which for him, great. Less turnovers than both Tatum and Brown. Uh, but he shot really super efficient tonight. 7 of 11 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3. Uh, He had a couple just huge threes. The Pacers started digging into the lead a little bit. uh, And then there was a point where Dennis Schroeder just went went alive. He had just an incredible crossover step back in the first. Uh, The guy ended up like falling over. Uh, But then he had back-to-back threes early in the third as well when the, the Pacers started playing well. Uh, so he had a he had a solid game thrown through tonight, which is good to see because we haven't seen it in a long time. Like the beginning, the very beginning of the season, we were talking about Schroeder uh, being like the dark horse, like the te- the one guy on the team that you know we really weren't expecting, but was going to lead us to something. And that clearly, those expectations have clearly disappeared because this team is way worse than anyone had anticipated. Uh, However, this is the Dennis Schroeder game that we've been longing for uh, because he really went on a a lull for a while. Uh, This is a really solid performance. And then the other two guys, Jalen and Jason. This is vintage Rain and Jay's time. And for a lot of this season, a lot of last season, we've also had the same conversation about, you know, when are they going to play well on the same night? Uh, and tonight was exactly that. Just really, really solid performance from both of the Jays. And you look, very, very similar stat lines. Like very similar stat lines. Uh, 37 minutes for Tatum, 35 minutes for uh, Jalen. 33 points for Tatum, 34 points for Jalen. 
11 of 19 from the field for both Jason and Jalen. Four of nine from three, so solid. Just under 50%. Seven of 11 from three uh, for Jalen. You look at the rebounds. Seven for Tatum, five for Jalen. Four assists for Tatum, three for Jalen. Like This is a really solid, solid game overall for the two of them. And they were just doing it all day. You know, Jalen Brown had a couple deep, deep threes. Like back to back to back, I think, at one point. One over Sabonis. I think another one was over Levert. Like the guy just had an unreal and one scoop finish over Sabonis late. Like just really solid game for him. And I gotta give I gotta give Tatum credit. I gotta give him credit because, you know, he had a a huge fourth quarter. You know, we've talked about kind of fourth quarter lapses on this team. He, at the end of the third quarter, had 20 points and ends up with 33. So 13 fourth quarter points, uh, which is just solid, which is really solid. Uh, Jalen Brown, you know, another just solid game overall. You look for him. He's been sort of the model of consistency as of, as of late, but then really just this season. Like, he's had a couple bad games uh, coming back from the injury, but this is a this is just another game that he's played really, really well. Uh, and you just, you, ha- you love to see it. You love to see it. We actually got to see Jalen and Jason playing off each other tonight, which was fun, which was fun to watch. The big difference in tonight, though, for the the Celtics was the fact that people were actually hitting shots. Guys were hitting shots. And that's something that we haven't seen a lot of this season on a consistent basis. Right? But you look, three-point percentage, 47%, 51% from the field, 21 of 25 from the free throw line, 23 assists. Like the ball was moving, the players were moving, guys were making cuts, a lot of our points came from the top of our lineup, our top three guys. Well, you look, so between Jalen, Jason, and Schroeder, that's 90 of our 119 points. Well, that's a huge, huge margin. 90 points between the three of them, uh, which is a, a tough thing to swallow if you're the Pacers because they just did not have any answers it all for those guys. You know, I think Al, this was one of the better games that he's played uh, in the you know last probably month, honestly. Uh, really solid game for him. The stat sheet doesn't you know jump out at you. Eight points, four rebounds, four assists. But he really was a force down low. There were two plays that I'm remembering. One against Sabonis, one against Miles Turner, where he just bodied them down low looked like a young Al Horford the shot still for him is not falling like he's 0 for 3 from 3 tonight Uh, but this is one of Al's better games he was moving the ball well uh, had a couple really nice assists but again like him getting physical down low is something that we haven't seen a lot of this year I don't know if it's older age I'm not gonna say he's old but for the NBA, I mean, really, he is he is kind of old. 
but this is a solid game where you actually saw him like punishing people and not just people, but like two really solid defenders in Sabonis and Miles Turner, like two physical guys. So that's what I love to see from him. Time Lord, another solid game. Again, he's another one similar to, to Al. Stat sheet doesn't jump out. Uh, five points, nine rebounds, two assists. Did add in a block. Uh, but he did have arguably the play of the game where he's basically Vince Cartering an alley-oop from Al, uh, which was just beautiful to see. His whole like forearm basically was in the rim on the alley-oop. Uh, which was just fun. It was fun to watch. Like this guy, he just he is the he is the one player on this team who has exceeded the expectations this season. Like by far. Like I say you could throw Grant Williams in there as well. The two the two Williams are really stepping up in major ways this year. Uh more than what we were anticipating. Obviously, you know, Jalen Jason playing well. Uh, but the two Williams, far above what we were expecting. Uh, and the other the other part to that is Grant. And tonight was another solid performance from him. You know, stat sheet-wise, okay offensively, not, not much of a factor. But defensively, he was a stud tonight. Two steals, a block, a couple just really solid, solid defensive plays. Uh, had a great double and a steal. Block Stevenson. Like, just solid defensive game from Grant. Uh, again, like I said, offensively, didn't contribute much. But then again, neither did most of the bench. Uh, and we'll definitely talk about that in the next segment. Uh, because when you're looking at the negatives, that's really the only bad part of this game. But, you know, really touched on this. The ball and player movement tonight was fantastic. It was excellent tonight. The ball was crisp. But a lot of it comes down to guys hitting shots. In the offense, we didn't see a lot. We didn't see a ton of ISO. It definitely still happened. There were a couple of trigger-happy threes from Jason Tatum early. Uh but let's be honest, like he went he was four for four from three early. Like in the first four five minutes, he had twelve points because he hit four straight threes. And that's hella impressive. And of course, there's gonna be a couple heat checks, and he certainly did that. Uh but it was good. This is a this is the way that the Celtics offense needs to be. You know, it was similar, similar to a couple games ago where, you know, we go out, have, you know, 26 assists, I believe it was. Uh, this is the type of offense that we need to see. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more contributions from the bench, but we'll talk about that. Before we dive into some of the negatives, I uh, do want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. 
If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wild card weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's dive into some of the negatives here. And a lot of it comes comes down to the bench. And while some of it's not fair, I'm still going to put this on the bench. Because we saw tonight Grant Williams, 23 points. Richardson, 29 points. Pritchard only had 11, so I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna throw this on him too much. Uh, the bench needs to score. Like tonight, we had five points from our bench leading into the fourth quarter. So through three full quarters, five points, and it was Grant and Richardson. Three for Richardson, I believe, and then two for Grant. Uh, it's just not gonna. It does. It's not gonna get the job done most nights, right? And this is a game where our offense from our starters was fantastic, right? So you don't need a ton of you know points, a ton of scoring from the bench. What you need is people to come in and defend. I think the bench did that really well. However, most nights we need to get our guys in some sort of rhythm. And this was a night where we had a 20-point lead with like six minutes left. Give some guys some run. No? Like, is am I, am I alone in thinking this? Like, this is a night with no Marcus Smart. So you would assume you'll get a pretty good stretch of minutes for Peyton Pritchard. 11 minutes. And... A lot of it came in the fourth quarter too. Like he had four minutes in the in the fourth quarter. Basically, all of that crunch time—well, not crunch time—all of the you know end of game bullshit minutes. You know what I mean? Like it's this—it's not Peyton Pritchard getting minutes that he deserves. It's Peyton Pritchard getting minutes because Ime is emptying the bench, and I don't like to see that. 
Like Peyton Pritchard should have got minutes tonight. This was an opportunity for him to actually show something. And it's just unfortunate that Ime is not giving these guys the chances. Like there's going to come a point in the season where Jalen and Jason aren't shooting over 50%, where they're not shooting 7 of 11 from 3, where they're not scoring 90 points between them and potentially Schroeder, right? Like there will come a point in the season where that happens. Honestly, it's probably next game just because that's the way the Celtics season has been. And when that time comes, you need guys ready off the bench. And I'm not going to I'm not going to argue about Josh Richardson because honestly, Josh Richardson has given us a ton of excellent minutes this season. And I'm very confident in his ability to do so, to come out and actually put together a good performance. But it's guys like Romeo, it's guys like Neesmith, Pritchard, like those guys that need minutes to build some sort of confidence, right? It's at a point where these guys come in. Pritchard last year was one of the most confident little guys in the league. He'd come in, he'd go out and shoot. You know why? Because he got 15 plus minutes and was and would just go out, knew he had the green light whenever he had an opening and took it. Right now, he's timid. He's not taking these shots. Like, he passed up two shots tonight that he absolutely should have taken. One of which he did pass up to Richardson, who did hit the three. So I'm not going to fault him a ton there. But Peyton Pritchard should be taking more shots. Like, he's a guy that can come in and give you volume offense. Like, sort of like, a, sort of like an Eddie House Back in the day, back in those 2000s era, right? Eddie House, the little guy that would just go in, shoot. That was his job. Peyton Pritchard can be that guy. When he gets out there, he needs to take these shots, though. That's the way he's going to earn his minutes. Go out, take shots, make shots. That's it. Right now, he's timid. And a lot of it just comes down to the fact that he's not getting a lot of time. He doesn't get into a rhythm. And you could probably say the same thing for Neesmith. You saw him in Maine go out and put up 23, 20-plus points, whatever whatever the actual number was, 20-plus points in Maine. Sure, the competition is significantly worse, and I'm not going to say he's capable of doing that in a, in a Celtics uniform, although he has done it before. I'm not going to say he's going to do that on a consistent basis, but the fact of the matter is he's not getting a, a chance to prove himself. And that's hard for me to say because it's not like I'm not I'm not sitting in practice. I'm not watching these guys. Maybe in practice they're not earning those minutes either. And if that's the case, I get it. But there's going to come a time where you need to rely on them. And the team's going to end up falling flat at that time because they're not ready. Not because they're not working hard during practice, but because they're not being given game minutes. Like playing in a game versus playing in a practice is two totally different worlds. No matter who you ask, you'll, you'll hear that exact statement from them. It's not the same thing. So that part is tough. Like that's a, it's an unfortunate part for, for me as a, 
a fan, but it's also tough for, you know, guys like Pritchard, Romeo, Neesmith that just aren't getting the minutes. Like, it's just, it's unfortunate. Uh, but I do want to talk about one other thing here. This was already a debate in our Facebook group, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Make sure to jo- join it if you haven't already. Uh, this was a debate in our Facebook group. I wonder what was different. Why did the Celtics win tonight and not the other night? And people are blaming this on Marcus Smart. And the fact of the matter is the Celtics were winning the other day against Indiana with Marcus Smart. It was once Marcus Smart came out that the lead disappeared. I feel I feel like people just don't understand what he's bringing to the table. And a lot of people are saying early shot clock threes that he's taking. That doesn't happen anymore. That hasn't happened in months. That happened at the very beginning of the season. People gave him shit and it stopped. Like more often than not, he's taking threes with one second left on the shot clock because the ball rotates back to him. And he's still played solid. So, no, I don't think Marcus Smart is the problem. I really don't. There have, been, there have been times this season where the offense has looked absolutely atrocious without Marcus Smart. Absolutely atrocious. If you're putting the ball in Jason and Jalen's hands, it depends on what, how the night's going for them. More so with Tatum, because I, I feel like he's a little bit more prone to going ISO. This Celtics team needs someone that can run the offense. The guy, that guy isn't going to be Jason and Jalen every night. It's not. Maybe they'll get there at some point, but as of right now, they're not those where they're not that guy. They're not the LeBron. And I, as much as I hate to say that, they're not the LeBron that can go out and just dominate a game through and through, managing the ball the entire game. I can't stand LeBron. I absolutely hate, hate LeBron on the basketball court. But there's no denying that part of his game. He can control a game. We haven't seen that. We haven't seen that enough from Jason and Jalen to say that they're, they're capable of doing that on a consistent basis. So no, I don't think that that's the case. The difference between today's game and every other game is that all of those guys, Tatum, Brown, Schroeder, they were all absolutely lights out from three. Four of nine from Tatum, four of five from Schroeder, seven of 11 from Jalen. Not all of them were assisted, right? This isn't a game where they had an assist on every basket. It was almost, it was a, just over 50%. A lot of these threes came from them pulling up deep. And that's the difference of the game. If those guys are hitting those shots, sure, the offense is going to be rolling. Uh, but that's not the case every game. And you can't, you cannot pin that on one guy. It's certainly not Marcus Smart's fault. But that's it. That's all I have to say about that. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap today's podcast. Uh, this was a fun game. Celtics 119-100 over Indiana. Another solid game overall. Uh, and look at this. Celtics are back at 500. Hopefully make a push here. 
Uh, but if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page. Once again, that is Boston Celtics Till I Die. Make sure to rate and review the podcast. Rate and review means a lot. Uh, have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.